Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Rory Lemon, who helps young adults who struggle with fighting to fit in and helps them to get unstuck, feel supported and express themselves fully. Fantastic. Hey Rory, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi Mark, how are you doing? All good, all good. So hey, can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and who do you love to work with? Okay. So, um, well, I call myself a holistic health coach <laughs> and I came from an osteopathic background as well, studied osteopathy and before that I was into massage and um, I was driven by all of this because of being really inspired by natural healing mechanisms and the natural healing mechanisms of the body to not just in the body, but also in the mind um, and how I healed through uh, mental exhaustion and, and, Ill, and going towards illness and recognizing it as, an, as, a, as pretty much an illness, but not like a total sickness as it were. Um, and I healed through some uh, reflexology foot treatment for 14 weeks and I, and I, and I kind of, wow. Um, so that was the mind and the body you know, interacting. I was like, okay, I've got to get into this. I want to help people. And oh, so, so that moment of seeing something slightly different, a new sort of modality, a new way of, of, of working, of healing was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I need more of this and I need to help other people get this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and where I noticed it, it's after all of this work and going through my own processes and then wanting to become a coach in it because then all the, all of the, the, you know, technology and pandemic and mental struggles and all of the stuff that comes has come with that and mm. seeing that I can be way more than just one-to-one with my hands and actually reach to people online and, and, and seeing the, the benefits and, and results of doing that is been incredible. But what I was going to say was going back to, uh, it really, it's been an epiphany in the last month or so even, whilst right, like really going into my story, mm. like really going into it and going, where's it all come from? And I, did, I didn't realize how much my GCSE results at school um, shaped the way I believed about myself around uh, or, or my resentment against a system that keeps one type of intelligence as the only type of intelligence. 
So expand on that for me, because that is that's a fascinating subject. And we're just talking about it's pure reframe. It's pure, pure perception um, and being sort of labeled. And therefore, once labeled, it's so easy for us to stick with that because we don't even see it coming. We just assume and then we, we work accordingly. So what was it like for you sort of maybe having this knowledge, having this understanding in the back of your mind, but not being able to put the right words or feelings towards it? You got it. So yeah, this is exactly it. So I went through my twenties and my thirties, um, even before I became mentally exhausted in my twenties. Well, after that, sorry, yeah, it was after that, but it was basically, it was around believing I was more of an artist than a communicator, a speaker, a stage silent in, in group conversations, um, friend conversations, and just didn't know how, I didn't feel like I knew how to express myself fully um even there's great ideas coming up and it and and that that that, that was the, then there was a resent, resentment and frustration against not being able to even thinking that was like i'm intelligent but i can't express it exactly how you just put it and and so as i channeled it into studying music and keeping myself sane by playing music and then getting into massage and developing skills learning more skills 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 yeah. um but still not having this thing that was still burning inside of me that was really like, like say niching down in terms of how, how, who i could oh, the, the, really the, the business help. we talk about niching down in terms of avatar and who we serve but niching down in terms of yourself is like who who am i what, what is my makeup? What is my genetics? What do I want to be doing? Who, what, do I, what do I love? Who am I? So that, what was the moment where you had that epiphany realization of, oh shit, yeah, this, I, I get it now. See, all these things I, was, I knew about myself, I actually, it's now been validated. It's like, ah, oh, I was right all along. What was that moment like? Oh yeah, that, that, was, that was when I studied, there's two, like, two times actually in my life that where it's, that was the therapy side when I said before in my early 20s. Then when I was studying osteopathy, I went moved on to osteopathy because I was burning out physically um, by doing too much massage physically. I was like, I've got to make this more efficient. Yeah. Um, osteopathy studying, I insisted on a dyslexia test. Luckily, fortunately, I had friends throughout my time before that saying, you, you might be dyslexic, you know, um, or you must be dyslexic. Uh, and I was like, well, I already know myself. I'm an artist. I don't, I'm, I'm more of an artist. I don't, I don't need to know what, how is that going to help me? I'm already know myself. Yeah. And then the epiphany came when, when I was studying the brain and how it works and got a diagnosis showing me how my brain was the, my, my type of dyslexia as well, not just dyslexia, but right. different ways you can be dyslexic, which most people don't realize as well, or, or I didn't realize. And seeing where the peaks and the troughs were in my functionality of my brain and going, right, okay, now I get it. That was an epiphany because I was like, okay, now I know that I did, like, and I call it, I call it the, I, my ideas boomerang because, and, and you'll get this because I, I know that you've mentioned it, that you came up with epiphanies whilst you were meditating, even on the name of this podcast, which I love. And um, basically, I throw a question or an idea out. I'm like, what, what, I, I want to know more about this. Throw the idea and then I can just relax and wait for mm. the subconscious and the 
maybe you want to call it super conscious or whatever, it, the ideas that come from within, deep within and without, it suddenly, boom, oh, there's the answer. And, yeah. and, and it's just, it's, that's what I was like, okay, right now I can just be in groups of people and be okay with being silent because they'll, if the more I've worried about wanting to express myself, the more that I'm not going to find the answer to express myself because I'll be thinking yeah, about the, being the more you start to put on a mask or try and be someone that you're not. So that, that moment, so what did you say? I, you thought you already knew yourself. Oh my gosh. We, we think we already know all this stuff about ourselves, but once you have that, once you had that, which was like, yay, I know this and oh shit, I, I, I now know this. So for you, was it more empowering that now I know myself, therefore I can, I can be more of myself or was it now I know this, um, this, the blessing and a curse that you have, you know now what you can leverage, how you can actually leverage that rather than it work against you. What for you was the, the biggest thing? Oh, this, the latter, basically. I was like, oh, okay, great. Um, let's see what's possible to change because I already saw what was possible to change with my healing in, before. So I was like, mm. what's now possible to change? I, 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 I learned to speed read by watching three, two, two videos on, on, on speed reading. As soon as I was, I had to do a lot of reading while studying. So I was like, okay, I'm getting mentored now. I've got a laptop I can speak into and I can just, oh yeah, now I can just, oh yeah, I get that. I get that concept. I get that concept. Like understanding concepts is not a problem for me. Mm. My reasoning is really high, but being able to niche it down, niching down and explaining simply to subtitles was, was more of, of a longer process, even though I, yeah, yeah. So that's. So that's where um, I felt like, oh, let, let's see what's possible to change. So then I studied osteopathy, managed to do that, smashed through five years, had to write my own reflective report to the clinic tutors at the school to say, this is how I'm, this is my struggles and this is how I will perform best in the exam. Mm-hmm. So they can actually modify the exam even way beyond what they normally modify it to for the neurodiverse um, students, so so that I could, that could actually prove that I knew it in the time and the and the space that that I could prove it in, and Lovely. yeah, and then then yeah, the second epiphany would have been the the, the coaching element. So I was like, right, well, I want to go more into like helping people hands free stuff, and then that was like, oh, I think I'm a coach. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna go for it and see what's possible. And oh, then so I you kind like of slipped and fell. You're the accidental coach. It's like, oh, I think I'm. I think I'm doing this now. So this feels right. And then you just kind of. Yeah, I'm a coach. I'm a coach. <laughs> and then and then and then I went. And then I was like, I'm a coach. I'm a coach. And then I realised that I was more thinking about mentoring in moving and breathing, and mm. found out about coaching, and then just. It's, it's, the last four years have been this absolute roller coaster of learning, be, being coached, learning how to coach, and coaching, and it's it's been incredible. Yeah. So now, yeah. looking like forward, what what is the dream? Where are you taking your business? Because you've set the foundation, you've done so much inner work and building within your business of your processes, your your frameworks, um, and you know experience with hands-on helping people 
where's the business? What's the dream? Where's it going? Oh, so, um, I, yeah, so I've, I've, I would, I want to create, um, a, a number of things <laughs> and it's like niching it down again, but yeah, a revitalization space, a physical space where people can come and mm. get some coaching and therapies or a place where it's, it's not just a retreat where because you know, a retreat sounds like your life is really bad. Get away for two weeks, feel better for a bit and then come back. Whereas, whereas, whereas revitalization is about really re restoration and, and, and taking skills away. That you can, you can... Oh, so that's about empowering people, not just a one-off feel better, go back to it. And then are oh, you're stressed, overwhelmed, struggling straight away. It's yeah. how, how do they take, the skills, the tools, the knowledge, and be like, yeah, you, you can continue this. You can modify. You can continue to work through this at the next level. Beautiful. Yeah, and also I see it. I'm, I'm, this is a this is a um a, a, a theory as such, but from what I think is that there's a lot of neurodiverse people, neurodivergence, undiagnosed. Um, there's a difference between neurodiversity and neurodiverse and neurodivergent as such neurodivergent to be clear is like recognizable neurological um, learning difficulties like o ocd dyslexia um mm. uh, autism and they've, 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 they've got similar traits and that's why they label it as that and then neurodiversity explains the spectrum so you um someone i would say that most people are neurodiverse because adversity the face of adversity creates dealing adapting to that adversity which then sends our brain and our bodies in a particular way and pattern so mm. that's that's i would say that we've all got a neurodiverse element to us and and then it's more neurodivergent than the norm is what the difference between neurodivergent and neurotypical is whatever that means as such but yeah so i was to clear that up because um i believe that um those that are neurodiverse or neurodivergent often if they go new more neurodivergent and they think that they're artists like me but they didn't have the same support mechanism they may potentially end up um um homeless or um some something that addicts addictions um all this kind of stuff that, that or the, the addiction feels that the pain of mm. not fitting in or not being able to fit, not feeling like they can fit in, not being able to achieve what they want to achieve, causing all of that. So I'd say this is a theory that there's a lot of creative thinking that happens from dealing with all of that, but it's, it's, it's clouded by addictions and, and, and the lack of resources to stay in so the system. Really? You're saying it's, it's, it's that awareness. It's that le first level point, finding that awareness, understanding yourself what truly is happening and maybe give yourself that forgiveness and grace along the way that it's oh my gosh it's okay it's how how do we use it how do we leverage it? how do we turn this into your superpower and and yeah absolutely and and coaching can help with that and i would say that i what i'd love to this revitalization space the reason why i'm saying all that is that there can also be a sister shelter not it's not a shelter for homeless but it's a it's a shelter for home home a homeful skill keep shelter which is basically 
for the homeless to come it's it and and create being use their creative skills that they probably either didn't know they had so they could get creative coaching so to be able to create art and and divert their attention away from addictive processes to getting addicted to creating art and then they can create their own art and then sell that for themselves and and so that's that's the bigger vision is to help to balance out some of this well, that's fantastic so most people talk about you know giving something back and trying to help people especially where where we once were that's always the this little core to our heart no one should have to go through what what we went through and we've all got a different story and a different thing that we want to help people to not not feel or see or, or whatever it might be so i love that bigger vision coming back to where you are right now so it's like oh cool that that is it, it could happen in an instant. It could be years away. Who knows? The path is different from everyone. So what are you currently going through right now as you as you build your current business so that you can get yourself into a position where that can be a reality? What are you, what are you doing right now? And where is your where are your challenges like, ah, oh, I didn't see this coming. This is this is part of it. What what's that for you as the business owner? Amazing. Yeah. Well, firstly, not thinking I was a business person for so long has got a habit to it so just really what i've been where i've been at is to ex exercise speaking about the business because mm. i haven't run a business before i've always been working with other people up until i started thinking about coaching and for a few four years ago so for me it's a being entrepreneurial is is one has been a, a big challenge now i can do that i feel like i'm on that but where i'm at right now is 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 really um at the, at the very basics i have to try not to get scattered and jump neurodiversely around uh, 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 all the different things i could do and come back to just having uh, i've already tested out my coaching uh, and i know that it's wonderful and they can do it got some great you know got great testimonials done a few group coaching you know and group coaching pods and individual coaching and now i'm ready to like take it to a level where i have say for instance 10 in 10 new clients in the next uh six months and they are they are clients that are really really committed to making that change because i know that it might take actually up to six months to really create the change that i've gone through as well so anyone that's feeling you know empowered un unempowered stuck like, like you described before stuck yeah. not expressing themselves and manifesting into confidence issues and hiding emotions and all of the stuff that comes with what i've experienced so i'm at that point where i'm ready to enroll um a decent uh, cohort yeah so it, it is that next level of coaching you you validated what you do how it works you know it's it doesn't just work for you but it's worth so many other people as well and it's taking those next steps now whether the, we have any challenges with ourselves um whatever we're going through we all have different again, strengths or weaknesses but that that lack of focus it's for entrepreneurs all over the world any age, any gender, 
any experience oh my gosh this this can be so tough to f- try because we're inundated with all these hacks and tips and tricks and here's how to sell and here's how to market here's what you need in order to da 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 it's a lot so how have how do you sort of navigate through that and try and keep yourself on track or is it is it like a daily struggle but you know what you're doing you have belief in in your business great question and um i i feel like i've gone through enough different ideas and programs now to i've exercised various muscle flex different muscles on it and i and mess, you know, understanding how to make clear messaging and all of that sort of stuff. So I feel like I've done all the all of the background work on the marketing yeah. uh, side of things and niched down really well. So, and I'm getting good feedback around responses to it. So I know that it's kind of bubbling away there. That mm. people, people are wanting it. Um, and so I feel I, I'm at a really good place where I know that I, I'm ready to just share a story this is how I, this is how I light up the most. I'm not someone that likes to sit there and type all day. I, 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 I put on a, I put on a 21 day summit in November. Mm-hmm. I, I set myself the goal of that. And I, and I, um, I was the, I was leading the, all the clear communication conversations around all of that. So I kind of showed where I went from not being able to lead it to leading it as well around that. So I feel like, um so that that's what has been working that you say around what it is that um where i feel confident in and now it's the case of what challenges that i have around it is is really i feel like i put my story out i just get to put it out and put it out and put it out so people resonate they will want to book in so now it's a case of the the diary having people in the diary and and having and having the enrollment calls and i feel that's where i feel less the, well, i know i can do the coaching on the out, other side of the sale and yeah. and and actually drawing people into it so it's now a case of exercising the sale you know the sales muscle we want to call it enrollment call service call muscles yeah, we can reframe this and all what we want to do. As entrepreneurs, we wear all these hats and you you are now mastering being the coach. You're mastering how to have the confidence and ability and authenticity to show up as you. Fantastic. It's now the hat of the salesperson. Oh, that sounds horrendous. Sales. Who wants to be in sales? It's how can we... Everything you're speaking about, that not knowing yourself fully, not being able to maybe fully show up, how can you take your strength into into sales, discovery, enrollment, whatever you want to call this, because any business has to convert into, into sales, into clients. Really? And it's not a dirty word because that means the more people that, that you sell, the more lives you can change. So it's an invitation. How do we tweak and change that so that you can come into your own in this role, which is, it can be terrifying. I mean, this may be the linchpin that so many solopreneurs struggle with. How to find the authentic sales system for you. How to bring in the right people to have conversations. And also how to how to have those conversations without the, the fear and the scarcity and the pressure of, oh, I, I want to help this person, but I need to be, convince them or, or try and do this way. And it's it's a... It's a stressful dance. So what's, what's that been like for you as you started to come into this role? 
Well, great question because um, I did the personality test. The, ba the basic one was about you know the supporter, promoter, controller, and analyzer. Really simple um, way of looking at personality, and um, I came up as a um, promoting supporter. So supporters the main one, and then I'm really good at like getting excited by stuff. So so for me. The first part of the call is so simple. I'm really good at listening. Support is great listening. And it's the, and then guiding it and being excited about their vision is so easy for me. It's, it's all, that's all no problem whatsoever. And then, then it's the stepping into what's important for them is for them to make the commitment, to make the, make the, make the sale, make the commitment. Yeah. And, um, and that's where the, um, my weakest link is the controller element to control the situation to the point where I'm not affected by what they're, they're believing or thinking because there's yeah. supposed to be resistance about time, money and, and, uh, energy and, or trust around themselves or having to ask someone else. Yeah. This, this, this moment, so uh, that moment of, of the, of the connection of the call, do you, can you sort of tie a, an anchor back to a previous experience, whether it's with the way you fleshed yourself out as a coach or the way you've been able to start to you know, be seen and more visible online. Can you remember when you had that same sort of flavor of this is, this is familiar. I'm not comfortable. I'm not doing this right. I don't know how to do this. Can do you remember those with, with those other examples? Um, are you asking about whether there was a time in my past where I felt that uncomfortability that, of around when I'm asking an offering. Yeah, because with this this call, it sounds like there's a moment where oh, you, you may change. Maybe you're, 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 you're trying to hold it, but you're still working that through. So maybe the authenticity slightly goes, maybe the, the confidence goes, maybe your worries and your concerns, that's it. The worries and concerns that you have, which are, are not your, your prospects or your, your clients. So the concerns maybe when you're first showing up online, I can't say this. Who am I to say this? I can't find my feet. All these things. Or when you're serving, oh, maybe this doesn't work. It's different for them. Again, who am I? All these things come in. So maybe that's it. The Maybe it's all back down to perception again. It is. Yeah, certainly is. And, and we know this stuff. You as a coach, I mean, maybe you know too much. Because, oh my gosh, logically, I think you can sort of coach yourself through this, how to tweak and change those aspects of a business owner to move through it. But logically, you get it, but emotionally, and actually in the moment, it's like, oh my gosh, isn't it tough? <laughs> yeah. Like emotions are so real feeling. That's the thing, isn't it? So, and this is where you get to guide your, your students, your clients. Because mm -hmm. they can produce on their own, but they need guides and help to go through that. So it's it's fun to see what we know, where we know it, but what little demons or or voices can come up and try and derail us. So uh, it's it's a journey, an entrepreneur journey. All the hats that we wear, and until we get help, until we can you know start to release ourselves from different areas of the business. Oh my gosh, we have to do it all. So mm. is it? Whereas is is it? frustrating is it scary is it exciting or or is this whole journey a bit of everything uh it's really it's at this point it's exciting i feel like i've got to a point where now 
um, I get to share my message and, and have fun. I just see it as fun. The sales calls, I, I, I call it sales as in S-A-I-L-S because it's about guide, guiding along the winds of, mm. and, and, and sailing to where both want to go and or deciding you know if it's two directions then it's like fine that's fine as well so it's really about make standing strong mm. something i get to preempt that i can do so otherwise if my if i'm not my energy is low you know that, that that same story keeps can keep coming up you know? oh too right and now we're back into exactly what you coach how to manage yourself your body through these experiences oh it's so it's so important. Look, Rory, thank you so much for sharing, you know, what you do, your story behind the business and sharing behind the scenes of what it's like as uh, the accidental coach, the, the entrepreneur on, on their journey. It's been fascinating. Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, look, if you want to find out more about, about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? Okay. So, um, can I give a, do I give a link? I can't remember whether I give a link to you or not on them. Um... Yeah, tell us here. We'll put it in the, wherever you're listening to this, it'll be down below, but tell us what it is. Yeah. So I, I have a, I have a link tree, which has got all the different, wherever you want to go with it. And it's got like, um, yeah, various, various, um, contacts on there and details around me. So that's probably the easiest one if I'm link tree. And it is, um, Rory lemon aid. And that's exactly the same for searching me on any other um, social as well. So R-O-R-Y, lemon like the fruit, and A-I-D. Awesome stuff. Well, everyone, if you're curious or you're like, hell yes, this sounds great, go check it out. But Rory, thanks again for being with us and, uh, oh, and sharing your story. One, one last thing. One last thing is that, yeah, because um, I do, um, for, especially for this, anyone listening, I do offer the... I, my find your place in the world. If anyone that's really resonated, find your place in the world strategy session. It's a 45 minute session. What it is, is just a place for you, for us to see where you are at and where you want to go. And what it does is uncover some of the challenges that you're facing and get a, get a real sense of um, what kind of like a roadmap of where you can go to with it, uh, with, with your own neurodiversity or um, with your self-expression or, and you know all of that and and what it what it uh, means is that you really get to um uncover and uh all of that and then shine you know so it's really it's really i think it's so important that we all get to have that space and and yeah and it's there it's there for you if you want to fantastic well that's on the link tree as well i assume yeah super duper right that sounds good. Go check it out. Book it in absolutely free. And yeah, see if this feels like the right thing. Fantastic. Rory, thanks again. It's been fantastic. Thank you so much, Mark. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> 
all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.